joining us, assistant coach from Long Beach State, Mr. Bobby Braswell, a proud alumnus of CSUN. And I guess if you're listening to this, you know, but in case you don't, 17 years, head coach of the Matadors of CSUN, put the program on the map, D1, uh, two NCAA titles. Initial thoughts stepping back in here, coach. Uh, got a lot more money. <laughs> I mean, they've done some great things to the facility. Uh, it's uh, really different, uh, but it's really nice. Uh, they deserve it, and uh, I'm happy for them. All right, let's kind of go back. The last six, seven years have probably been a whirlwind. Um, it happens to everybody in sports in particular, just the nature of what's been changing. You go to a place to work for 17 years, yeah. and then you're not going to work one day. Yeah. Um, I'm not so much interested in, you know, I, you don't have to, you know, throw anybody under the bus or anything, but what was your process? One day you're not the coach of CSUN. Are you somebody that needs a couple of weeks to absorb that, or are you back to business, the business of coaching the next day, trying to pursue your next position? Well, no, it's a, it's a really surreal thing. We just were talking about it driving in on campus. One of the one of the other assistant coaches asked me, how was it, you know, after being at a place for 17 years, and you wake up the next morning and you realize that you're no longer the uh, head coach there, you're no longer working at a place. So it's a little bit different. It's something that you have to, uh, you know, you have to adjust to. But, you know, it's something that people all over this country go through all the time. It's, not, you know, change is not easy for anybody. Uh, we all struggle with change. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I was blessed to have had the, the opportunity to be at one place for 17 years, to be the head coach here. Uh, doesn't happen a lot in this profession, and uh, God allowed me to, to, to coach some great players, some wonderful young men, but he also gave me the opportunity to work with a great staff. And so when I went home that day, you know, I realized when I got home, I had my wife home. I had my kids at home. I had a lot to come home to. And so, you know, though it was a little, you know, sad, obviously, a little disappointing. Uh, it's always that way when you go through a situation like this. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, a few weeks into it, I knew that it was it was, it was was time. It was an opportunity for me to, to just uh, do something else. Uh, just get my batteries recharged a little bit and, and just focus on me and focus on my family a little bit. There was a period, you, you got the job at CSUN, and then the next year, both Coach Douglas and Coach Williams, Coach Douglas at Irvine, Coach Williams at UCSB, uh, uh, respectively, and you guys both kind of within a four or five year period were out of the conference. But of the three of you, you're the one that's kind of landed a couple places. So take me through what's the process when you move on from CSUN, and now Coach Floyd reaches out to you about right. don't go into UTEP. Yeah, you know, I, I tell you what, I'm, most people who know me know that I'm a man of faith and I have a very, very strong belief that God has a plan for everything that he's doing in my life and what he wants to do with me. And so, you know, as I said to you a minute ago, sometimes you, as you go through this process, you don't understand it. But at the end of the day, when I got away from it, uh, I realized that, you know what, I needed a break. I needed a, I needed a chance to recharge my batteries a little bit. And so, you know, my, my first thing was to figure out, okay, what are you going to do? After a couple weeks out, what are you going to do with your life? and what are you going to do in this profession? Are you going to stay in the profession and move on? And, and so I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And one day out of the clear blue, I got a phone call from Tim Floyd. And, uh, and, and you got to understand this. I don't really know him. Uh, we weren't great friends. Uh, we had talked before out on the road. We had visited about some defensive concepts and different things like that. But I really didn't know him. And he called me out of the clear blue and said, you know what? 
Coach, he said, I don't want to insult you, and I hope you don't take this as an insult. He says, but I think you're too good to be out of business, and I would love for you to come and work for me. Uh, and uh, I'd let you kind of figure out what it is that you do. I just want you to be around, and I want you to be a guy that I can, you know, throw some, some things off of, bounce some things off of, and just have your ear and your suggestions on some things. And you know what? I, 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 the way it came, I just knew it was something that God wanted me to do. And so, you know, I talked to my wife about it, and, and and uh, we just decided we needed to go and do that. And, and what made it hard, obviously, was that I left my family here for a year because I had a daughter who was a senior in high school, and I didn't want to take her out of school. So I actually spent that first year in El Paso by myself, which was, you know, a, a, a good experience for me. It was a good uh, opportunity for me to learn and immerse myself in something different, being out of the head coaching seat for a while, but uh, just to take something in. And like I said before, but it was also a great chance for me to get recharged and recharge my battery. So it was a it was a great five years that I had there at UTEP with Coach Floyd. He was wonderful me for me the last three years. I, I was a full-time assistant there, and it was just, it was just great. And uh, you know, when I had this opportunity to come back to Southern California, I knew then that it was another thing. God saying, "Okay, here's a door open for you," and and uh, I made the plunge and decided to come back. Interesting choice, Coach Munson, and I, I think it was a smart choice and a, a brave choice. A lot of guys who are head coaches don't want ex-head coaches on their staffs. Take me through how that all worked out. I know Coach Palmer left to go to San Diego State, and then did Coach Munson reach out to you at that point? Yeah. Uh, you know, what's interesting is, what the go back a little bit, uh, when I got uh, let go from here at, at Northridge, uh, that weekend I was working at CBS. I was doing some uh, TV stuff with Jim Hill and CBS and uh, Coach Monson was also working. Uh, Coach uh, Jim Hill invited Coach Monson to work and, and so he was one of the first guys I saw after I was let go and uh, we talked in the studio and one of the things that he said to me and I never forget this he says you know when I got let go of Minnesota it was one of the best things that probably ever happened to me because it, it it made me a better husband, it made me a better father, and it made me a better coach. It made me appreciate things a little bit more. And I, and I never forgot that. And, 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 and I can see exactly what he was talking about because I saw those things uh, for the first time for me. I, I, I did become a better father. I did become a better husband. And, and having a chance to learn uh, from Coach Floyd and some different people uh, has allowed me to grow as a coach as well. And so when uh, when the position opened up and Coach Monson reached out to me, uh, again, it wasn't a situation where we were really close. Uh, we were rivals. You know, we were guys that were going against each other every day. And so when he uh, expressed uh, uh, interest in me coming there, uh, obviously a chance for me to come back to Southern California where my fam most of my family is, a chance to be back here with my son and my granddaughter. And uh, it just, everything just kind of fit. We talked about it. Uh, he was looking for something new. He was looking for something fresh, and and uh, and I was looking for an opportunity to come back here. And you know, most people don't know that's where I started my college career uh, when I left high school. Lucius Harris. That's right. Was at uh, Long Beach State. So it was like uh, the circle of life for me, coming full <laughs> circle, and and uh, having a chance to to go back to where I started my career. Speaking of coming full circle, um, you know, the Super Bowl's in a couple weeks, and they talk about there's the Parcells tree and there's the Mike Holmgren tree coming together. Holmgren, of course, from Bill Walsh. You know, there's kind of a Bobby Braswell tree taking root around here now. One of your old players, Steph Hicks, just got his call up to the NBA. And um, Steph and, and Josh, you know, whenever I would talk to them, they would always mention you. Hey, Coach Braz gave me an opportunity. Right. I think Maxwell feels the same way, but you know, yeah. maybe if you get three words out of that you guy, you're doing right. good. That's but right. is it gratifying you have 
your old player, Steph Hicks, who just signed with the NBA. We're looking down at Rashawn Haylock, who's calling the game for ESPN. He was your old manager. You fired him. We'll talk about that later. But Jay Morris at San Diego State. Yeah. Danny Sprinkle at Cal State Fullerton. Lior Schwartzburg doing great things as a head coach at high school at Valley Tora. That's got to be gratifying, Coach. Yeah, and Lewis Wilson at Grand Canyon. And, and Stan uh, Johnson is at uh, Marquette right now. Yeah, I tell you what, I tell people this all the time. Uh, you know, people ask me, is this going to be hard for you coming back here? And of course, you know, this is the first time I've been back on campus uh, since I was let go uh, six years ago. But the one thing I always tell people is that what a blessing it was to have had the opportunity to coach the young men that God brought into my life and, and gave me the opportunity to be uh, a, a leader for them, a teacher for them, a mentor for them, to be their coach. And that was that was phenomenal to be able to do that. But also I had a great staff. I had great assistant coaches that, that, that without those guys, we would have never had the success that we had. As I sit here and look at the banners across the way, none of that stuff would have been impossible without my staff and the guys that you mentioned and so many other guys. But, but just being blessed and having the the wonderful players who believed in me, trusted us, came here and played for us, and, and put up with me for the years that they did. So it's all it's all wonderful to see. And you know, as you get older, you get a chance to see those things. Now I'm having a chance to recruit some of my players' children and everything else. So I know I'm getting out there right now. I'm going to share a story with you. So my, my first year here was Reggie's first year. It was after you already left. Obviously, I've learned a lot about what you did here through Allen Zinsmeister. But it was at a practice. I, I forget if it was somebody in the press or an administrator was asked one asked a question about oh you know what's the difference going to be between you know the Reggie staff and the Braswell staff and it was Chris Pompey mm -hmm. one of Reggie's assistants he you know Chris doesn't say anything unless right. he needs to say something he turned around and said hey stop that he said Braswell you know he's like look at those two banners that mm -hmm. that man hung those banners until we hang ours we're not going to say anything wow and so I thought that spoke to me of you because for the guy who replaced you to have that level of respect for you, I thought that spoke a lot about what you had bought to the to the table. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. And like I said, God's been really good to me. And, you know, when I first started here, who knew it was going to be 17 years? I never thought it would last that long. And, you know, all you do is you come in every day and, and you work as hard as you can work. And, and you get both feet in and, and you, you know, allow yourself to, to, to uh, you know, wake up in the morning and decide that you're going to be a servant uh, and not be a taker, but going to be a giver. And that's what I try to do every day. And, you know, one of the things I still have in my office on my on my whiteboard in my office right now is be led by your dreams and not pushed by your problems. And that was our that was our mantra here is that regardless of what what we may not have had here at Northridge. We were not going to allow that to be something that was going to keep us from being as good as we could be every day. And as assistants, as players, we always challenged our guys to be that way. And so those banners and all that stuff is just a product of, of, of young men coming in every day, being committed uh, to a culture that was demanding, you know, at times, and assistant coaches being, you know, uh, uh, willing to work in a culture that was demanding that time and and me holding myself accountable and and uh, having people in my life that were going to hold me accountable so it, it's it's all very very special and it, it means a lot to me I'm, I'm always thankful for these years i have no no bitterness or anything you know like i said before i probably didn't know i needed a, a break and god did know that and and so everything happens for a reason i'm in a good place now and and i'm happy what i'm doing right now but uh it's uh it was a wonderful wonderful uh 17 years here Let's talk some basketball, Coach. Defense. Um, I watched the Davis game and I watched the Irvine game. 
and Coach Munson is very open about giving you credit for some of those defensive schemes. Long Beach, the last three years, the, the, the knock on them has been, hey, they can score with anybody. Right. Sometimes they can't stop people. Right. You've been bought in to stop other people. You're like Al Pacino in heat. <laughs> um, has there been a change in philosophy, or have you just kind of observed what you got and you're trying to put the best mix out on the floor? Well, it's been a little bit of both. We've tried to do some things differently, uh, and uh, we're uh, thankful we've, we've got some young men. Who are, who are bought into what we're trying to do. It's a process. You don't you don't change things overnight. You try to get, my whole thing coming in is, can we get certain things done, certain principles that we want to build in our culture? We want that to be the DNA of our program, that we're gonna always play extremely hard, that we're gonna go out there and we're gonna compete, and we're gonna try to be as disruptive as we can. Now, you know, when I came in here, we haven't had opportunity to do much with personnel and change that, and that's the one great thing about college. This is not the NBA. You don't make trades and, and get guys off the wire and, and so you got to deal with what you have and 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 what we have here is what we have and these guys have worked really hard to try to do the things that we've we've asked them to do we're not a finished product yet we're getting there there's been some really good defensive games for us this year and there have been some games where we really haven't defended the way we want to defend but uh, again our challenge every day is to try to get them better I always tell our our guys this it's not where we are today that matters it's not you know where we are at this moment it's where we're gonna be in a week where are we gonna be in two weeks where are we gonna be a month from now and that's what I started talking to these guys about in the summer when we got here. And I, I've seen some great uh, improvement in, in, in these guys individually, uh, as defenders individually and collectively. Uh, but we're, we're still trying to, to figure out a rhythm here, you know, uh, being a head coach for a long time. And, and like you said, you got to give Coach Monson a, a tremendous amount of credit, being willing to bring in another head coach and allow that guy to, to be a part of his program. And he's given me the freedom and, and leeway to do some things. Now, he's still doing things, some certain things that he wants to do. As the head coach in the program, and I respect that, and I understand that. So I'm always open to what he wants to do, and and then I just try to implement uh, some of the philosophies and things that I have uh, within that. Coach, thank you so much for sitting down on this. There are so many people who just speak so well of you at this program, and I'm glad to see you back in the Matadome. Well, I'm glad to be back, and I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, let's have some fun.